0: perspective the podcast hello everybody it's been a long time it's been a really really long time and um I don't know I don't even know what to say to be honest I'm not gonna you know make up Some excuses or try to justify why I haven't recorded anything in literally two months. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Please don't be mad at me. Everything that I'm trying to put on my podcast has to be completely 100% true. It has to be 100% you know, uh, transparent. That is why I started this podcast. And I don't want myself to be in a certain mental state and just open my phone and start recording some things that I don't actually mean. Or if I'm not in the mood, I'll just start talking about some random bullshit. So I always try to record when I'm in my best um, state of mind. Because otherwise, it's just going to be something that I'm absolutely not satisfied with and then i'm gonna have to delete it later and i don't ever want to do that so i always try to make sure that i'm capable of recording and that i'm capable of talking i'm capable of opening up and i'm capable of sharing some of my personal things with you and that's why that's why sometimes i stop posting or stop uploading episodes on spotify but that's the only reason there's no other reason Love the podcast. It's literally my therapy. Would not trade it for the world. I love everything about this. I love the fact that um, a lot of my friends and even people that I never really talked to before decide to share their personal experiences with me or ask me some really personal questions. Even if they know, I can see their names and I can see everything. So that means the world to me. First of all before we start welcome back to perspective this is your host and your bestie Ikram speaking and i'm a little bit sick so that's why my voice is cracked and it's not really perfect but my voice is in that kind of like acceptable state where it's not it's not horrible but it's a little bit annoying because it's really thick and like i sound like a boy right now but for the past few days, there was no voice in the first place. Like, literally, I would speak and nothing would come out. It was crazy. But now I'm in, like, I'm in that level of sickness where you're almost recovered, but not yet. So I'm trying to cope with it and be patient. I This year, it's so weird. I've been getting sick maybe every literally every three days like I would be sick for three days and then I would try my best like take medicines and fucking wear four layers of clothes and do all the shit my mom t- tells me to do like fucking drink hot orange juice with fucking ginger and lemon and anyway I tried everything and I, when once I recovered then I would spend mac- a maximum amount of 24 hours recovered and then I would get sick again I have no idea what it is Or why is my immune system acting up this year? Could be the weather, because last winter I wasn't really here in Kaiser. I was in my city, and in my city it's not really... In Esfi, it's not really this cold. Like It never gets this cold, and the weather is kind of easy to deal with, you know? So, yeah, that's it. You know, the weird thing about this episode is that... Because I haven't posted in a long time, I think that's the reason... I have a lot of questions to answer for this episode like so many and at first I was like there were so many topics that I wanted to talk about for this episode and I was like what should I do which one should I choose and I didn't really feel like talking about any of them because usually I like to talk about things if they're happening in my life currently so I can describe them in the best way but for this one I don't know there's just a lot of shit happening And a lot of topics related to the things that are happening in my life. And I didn't really want to choose one of them because I didn't really feel like it. And when I got so many questions, I was like, I'm not going to have enough time to choose a topic and then answer the questions. So I chose to make this episode fully for questions and for answering your questions that you sent me on my Instagram question box. So... um okay let's start let's start answering the questions question number one you know it's so weird because i don't even know what i'm gonna name this episode like i have no idea i think i'm just gonna start talking and we're gonna see where we can take it from there so question number one um i want to start with can an ex become a friend without drama coming in between so this question is such a nice question and this question depends a lot on perspective. So there are some people that can do this and there are some people that would say absolutely fucking not. I think I'm from the second type of people. Uh, Maybe it's because I've never had an ex that I'm really, you know, like that cool with, but from my personal experience, it's not possible for me personally. But I've seen other cases where it's possible. And I think this also depends on how was the relationship before y'all broke up. And it also depends on how did you break up. Like, what was the reason? For example, you cannot tell me that somebody cheated on you and you broke up with them. And then you became friends and there's no drama. I don't think that could happen in this life. Maybe in another life. But that shit cannot happen. You could become friends after that. What the fuck am- after that but i don't think it's gonna be without drama because the question is how can you become like can you become an ex with someone and stay friends and stay cool like 100% no drama so that's that's the tricky part about it that everybody could say yes whatever i still talk to my exes we're cool we hang out but you can't tell me there's no drama you know maybe if as i said before You both agreed to break up under under some peaceful conditions. There was no problems. There's no hard feelings. Um, Y'all found someone. Both of you found someone better after that. So maybe in that case that could happen. But in my personal experience, never happened. I don't really think it's going to happen. You could, as I said before, you could become a friend with your ex. But there's always going to be drama. Okay, Now we have, um, why do some people still hang around people who they know are nothing but fake friends? I love this question so much and the person that asked it is one of my friends as well. So I have one explanation for this one. A lot of people have the fear of being lonely. And they're ready to do anything just to not be lonely, including hanging out with fake people, including hanging out with their exes, for example, even though they don't really like the vibe, including hanging out with people that don't even match with their vibe or energy, including dating new people that they're not really interested in, including so many other toxic things, they decide to ignore the red flags and ignore the fakeness and they say that oh it's okay if they're fake like I'm not even I'm not that close with them anyway like we're just hanging out so it doesn't mean anything so those people usually have a fear of being lonely they have no alternative they have no courage to stand the fuck up and stay on your own until you find someone who's real And not even in a romantic way. I'm talking about friendship. Like, they don't have the courage to be by themselves. Or sometimes, I can even explain it in a way that these people didn't even reach the level where they love themselves enough to know that they're enough for themselves. That they don't need to hang out with anyone unless that person is a real one. Unless their vibes match. Unless... They know that person is 100% honest with them. So they don't care about those things because for them, the idea of being lonely is terrifying. Or the idea of not receiving any notifications on your phone, or going days without talking to anyone, or without anyone actually, without anyone reaching out to you. So for them, that idea is not even an option. Like they would rather hang out with anyone, it could be anyone as long as they're not lonely and that's my explanation and I think a lot of people go through this usually before they discover themselves or before they discover who they are or what they want in life or before they reach a level of maturity that makes them realize that it's not really important how many people you're surrounded with that it's actually who you're surrounded with you know I feel like people like those still didn't realize that quality is over quantity in my opinion and if you're going through this to anyone and you know those people you're hanging out with are not good for you they might even bring you some negative energy they might even be very toxic they might even make you feel like shit about yourself from time to time and you're still hanging out with them because you don't want to be lonely trust me it's not worth it on the longer run it is not worth it another question says what is the power that is all the question this is such a big broad general question but I want to answer it regardless for me there are so many types of power and the most important type of power is the power of knowing who you are knowing your worth knowing what you deserve Knowing your principles, knowing what you stand for, um, knowing what you want, and standing by that. Having a strong personality in terms of what you believe in, what you don't believe in. Um, Being powerful enough to know that you're enough for yourself, and therefore not having to surround yourself with fake people, or negative people, or toxic people. Being powerful is beyond anything materialistic. It's actually the base of anything materialistic you're going to secure for yourself in the future. If you have the power between you and yourself, if you are your own best friend, if you trust yourself and believe in yourself, you can reach any level of materialistic shit in the world. You can make money. You can work in your dream job. You can secure the bag if you're powerful that way, in my opinion. When I talk about this, there are just so many ideas that come to my brain. And I don't want to answer this question in detail because it's literally going to take me like two hours. But power to me is literally within yourself. Because that's how you start everything else. Some people, For some people, power is like having a certain amount of money. But that certain amount of money starts with you believing in yourself, and knowing your worth, and knowing what you deserve. Because if you don't if if you don't have those things, even if you have that amount of money, there are so many people out there that would like to take advantage of you or of your money, or fake it with you so they can use you in some ways, or um, I don't know. But if you have that power, even if right now you don't have the materialistic things, which is the materialistic power, which is money, be sure that you're going to have it one day with the right mindset and with the right planning. So to me, power is extremely important when it comes within you. There's another question that says, do grades actually matter? Um, The answer could be different from person to another. To me... Right now, they are important because they're going to allow me to reach something that I want to reach in the future. But are they more important than your mental health, than your physical health, than your well-being? Absolutely fucking not. Life is not about the system that we made. Like You have to study and then work a nine-to-five job and then, I don't know, get married and have kids and secure this much amount of money or buy a house, buy a car, this is not what life is and this is not what we were created for. I think humans are way much more developed or precious than to think that a bad grade is the end of the world. The world we're living in has been through a lot of shit (laughs) and a lot of catastrophic shit that has happened in the past. And none of it was because of grades. So to me, grades are not important. Not as important as other things. Of course they're important. Not to everyone. There are millions and billions of people out there who are not even going to school. They don't even know what fucking grades are. Or they're going to school in a system that is maybe homeschooled. Or um, they're doing some other type of education that doesn't require you to get good grades or some other educational systems that don't even have grades or something. That could be possible. So grades are not important in general from the bigger scheme of things. But if you think about it in as a short term goal or as a life that we live in right now, of course, they're important. If you're enrolled in in a university and you're paying money for that, that means you chose to go there. And that means that probably even if it's you paying or your parents paying or whoever the fuck is paying for that shit, it's still important because you're going there for the grades. But grades are important if they actually reflect what you learned from whatever material or subject or course you're taking. Otherwise, even if you get good grades, it doesn't really say that you're a competent person or you're going to, I don't know, have this much amount of knowledge in the future or you're going to know what to do because of what you learned. Because in the end of the day, if you don't know what you're talking about or, f- or what you're studying, that means that even if you get full grades, they don't mean shit. They make, they're going to make you pass. They're going to give you a great GPA. But what about you within yourself? Like, there are people out there who would say, I would cheat. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I mean? But you chose to come here, bro. Like, especially if we're talking about university. You chose this department. And you chose this specific university. And you're here for a reason. So. I think if somebody chose those things then they should at least try to put their best into getting the best grades they could get. This doesn't mean that you should necessarily get full grades. To be honest, I don't even work like that like personally. But as long as you're trying your best, it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter what fucking grade you got. As long as you're trying your best and you're doing your job It doesn't matter how much... You could get a D in a course and be extremely happy about it. It doesn't matter. But if you chose... What I'm saying is, if you chose a certain path to follow, it's better to follow that path. Otherwise, there are so many other things you could choose from. And that's my opinion. But in general, I would say the grades are not... Really important in my opinion, in my personal opinion, don't come at me for me grades are not that important, and also grades differ from course to one another, like getting an A in an easy course would not even bring you the satisfaction of getting a C in a really difficult course. so it's all subjective. It's subjective about the courses, it's subjective about the person. Uh, the department, the level of education you're doing. Um, But in the general, the bigger scheme of things, the bigger picture, in my opinion, grades really, they don't mean shit. (laughs) Like, If I'm being completely honest. Um, There is another question that I really, really, really love. It's, is closure real or not? I think closure is 100% real. Because... To be honest, when I think about it, when I saw this question the first time I thought about it, I was like the first thing that came to my brain is we're humans at the end of the story and we have feelings and we have emotions and when we're attached to something or someone for so long, even if not for so long, once you're attached to something or somebody or a situation and you get used to it, in order for you to move on from that person or thing or situation, you need an ending point for you to for your brain to realize okay it's over let's fucking move on so closure for me is real and is important and if we're talking relationship wise closure is worth it if the person you're with deserves you going and asking for closure from them if they're a good person and um They've been there for you and you know they have love and respect for you and you know all those, all those things. And for some reason, things ended with them and you are you feel like you're hanging because you feel like the way things ended was not good or you're not satisfied with the way it ended or there are still some vague things in the air or some questions you have in, in, in your brain and you're confused or whatever. I think this is 100% worth asking for closure. If the person you were with is a shitty person, is a fucked up person, and you know that by heart, and your body knows that, your brain, your heart, everybody, everything knows that in you, then that's your closure. I don't know if I, if I'm, if I was able to explain enough, but for me, you only need closure, you only need to talk to the person about closure if the person is worth it, otherwise... Fuck it, because that's your closure. If the person is a fucked up person and you already know it, you don't need closure. Just them being a bad person is your closure. That's going to push you to fucking move on. Because the reason why we need closure is because we need to fucking move on. We need to move on and see what's next. But if the person that you're trying to move on from is already fucked up, then you don't need a strong reason to move on anyway. You know they're fucked up, you know they're a bad person. Then that's going to push you to move on. Another question is how to fix your mental health if you don't know what is the problem. This question I've asked myself so many times even within myself because um I had to I hate to admit it but unfortunately I sometimes suffer from um mental issues. Like for example I have severe mood swings, which means I would be, and this doesn't happen as as often anymore, but there are still times where I would just snap out of whatever situation I'm in, and I, my brain would freeze, and I would feel like shit about myself, and I would hate myself, and I would think everybody around me literally, literally hates me for absolutely no reason. And... Mental issues like these are very common, especially within our generation, and not a lot of people talk about them. But a question that all people that, has, that have been through mental situations like these ask themselves is this exact question. Because sometimes, as I said before, it happens for you. You might think it happened out of nowhere with absolutely no reason. But <clears throat> in the detail of it, and if you think about it, and if you analyze a little bit or look back at what happened, you would 90% be able to tell what is the problem or where is this mental issue, these mental issues coming from. Um, But I would like to say that a lot of people, literally everybody asks this question, everyone, like how can I fix it if I don't even know what the problem is? Like I was sitting by myself two days ago I was fine, I was having fun, I was talking, I was having conversations with people, I was laughing, I was doing my thing, but now I literally don't want to see anyone, I don't want to talk to anyone, I feel like my brain is frozen, I feel like I hate myself, etc. So, the thing that I would like to say is first of all to realize that um, that you're not alone, that is the first thing, you're never alone. And the second thing that I want to say is that The fact that you know you're going through a tough time mentally is already a huge step. It's extremely great that you already know that, you know, I have mental issues. So, uh, because a lot of people don't know what's wrong with them. You know, when they feel like this or when they feel this emptiness. or It's just very, it's a strange feeling it's an alien feeling to them and they don't know, they don't even know or they don't even acknowledge that it, it's mental issues. So for one to acknowledge that it's mental issues, it's it's perfect already. So the advice that I would say is, first of all, try to find the problem. If this thing happens often, then you would be able to track what the problem is easily. Because there must be something that is common between all these situations that has happened to you, that have happened to you. If this is new to you, then it's going to be a little bit harder to identify what the problem is. But you can start by tracking down what happened before this happ- Before you started feeling like your mental health is not stable, you can start um, just be honest with yourself. Be a hundred percent with yourself, because the problem that happens quite often is that. When someone is facing a bad mental health, they ignore the reasons, or they they don't want to think about it. They try to act like everything is fine, which is a fucking mistake. If you feel like your mental health is not stable for a period of time, you should definitely face yourself and face your fears. Sit with yourself and be transparent. Think about everything that has happened in the past few days. What is the reason? How did this start? And then you would be able to find the solution in an easy way. Think about all the people you've been surrounding yourself with. The activities you've been doing on a daily. um, The things that maybe you've been postponing. Like some things that you really have to do or need to do when you haven't been doing them. The problems you've been ignoring. Um... The people you've been letting in your life, into your life. Um, the toxicity. Try to understand who are you letting in your circle. And what kind of energies are you letting into your circle. Because all of these things matter. And to be honest, a lot of these problems are always, not always, usually related to the people we surround ourselves with. Usually. Usually. And try to work on yourself. Try to understand somehow that you're enough for you. I don't know if that made any sense. But I'm trying to explain here that you don't need anyone to survive. You're enough for yourself. And you're more than enough for yourself. But we still choose to surround ourselves with some people. And those people... Have a big share when it comes to our mental health. Because when you surround yourself with people, and when you choose to surround yourself with people, your their energies affect you. Their vibes affect you. Even, though, even if you don't want them to, they're always going to affect you. If there is someone that you see on a daily, or you spend time with on a daily, there is something about them that's going to affect you. If it's a good energy, you're going to feel great, you're going to feel like the vibes are immaculate, you're going to feel positive, you're going to feel happy. If the energy is negative, it's going to affect you mentally. So that is my advice. Choose who you surround yourself with. And if you feel lonely when you don't surround yourself with anyone, it is better than to surround yourself with the wrong people. That's my advice. Another thing that I would say is try to feed your soul, which means if there is any hobbies you like to do, something that makes you feel alive, if you like playing football, if you like watching football, if you like making little YouTube videos, if you like drawing, painting, singing, um, playing instruments, try to do something new that you genuinely enjoy doing. Um, Try to educate yourself on something new. Try to fill your empty time with something that is beneficial. Either for your uh, brain or for your work or for your hobbies. It doesn't matter. Just fill your time. When you need rest, don't overwork yourself. When you need rest, when you really need rest, go and take a nap. When you feel like you miss eating a certain meal, go Google that thing and make it you know, spend some time in the kitchen and make it, have fun with it it could turn out fucking horrible but you still had so much fun making it, so it was a good investment of your time if you miss your real friends, go ahead and call them, meet up with them go out for coffee or sit at home and play some fucking uno cards you know what I mean if your homies like to roll some joints, sit all together and roll some joints and talk about life for hours. Do things that genuinely, genuinely feed your soul and make you happy. A lot of us forget about things like these because we're so busy trying to go to school or go to work or get money or do assignments or generally do things that we don't actually enjoy doing, but we have to do. And those things could cause you burnout. When you're burnt out, it's fucking horrible you can't do anything like you're stuck and you're fed up with everything you don't have energy you don't have motivation you're not inspired to do anything so try to fight the burnout and try to stay active and try to remember what you're worth and what you deserve and try to work on yourself before you work on anyone else and that's my advice And also reach out to your real homies. Because, trust me, your real homies, oh my, it's therapy, bro. It's literally therapy. When you're sitting in a group of people, or not even a group, it could be one person. When you're sitting with someone that you 120% know they care about you. And you can see it in their eyes. And you know that when you're talking to them about your mental health. Or when you're talking to them about your favorite food or like something you're really passionate about or whatever you can see the interest and you can see that they care and someone you can talk to about literally anything it could be fucking silly like you could be talking about i don't know fucking dumplings (laughs) i don't know why dumplings came to my brain i think i'm hungry but try to surround yourself with that those kinds of people and if you don't have any anyone like that in your life right now trust me it's not a problem It it is not a problem. It could be a chance for you to discover who you are. And then match with people that match your vibe and energy. According to who you are in real life. And who you think you are. So that is my advice for this question. It is a very important question. So I try to um, kind of say all the things I want to say about it. But also summarize a little bit. But the most important thing. If I want to summarize all the things I said about how to fix your mental health, even if you don't know what's the problem, is take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. It includes everything. It includes your hobbies. It includes do your job. It includes uh, stay active. It includes surround yourself with people who actually care about you. All of these things are included in, in the sentence, take care of yourself okay we have another question if she has cheated on her boyfriend with me am i toxic i don't know her boyfriend this question when i first read it i was starstruck i'm not gonna lie because the person who asked this question is one of my closest friends like i i didn't even expect him to ask this question (laughs) there's a big chance he's kidding because this is not something he would do or this is not it doesn't match his personality but he's saying if he sh- if she's cheating on her boyfriend with me am I toxic. By the way, I don't know her boyfriend. But from the question it's clear that you know she has a boyfriend. Um I wouldn't say this is toxicity. I would say this is something more than toxicity. You know what I mean? I would say this is just fucked up in general. You don't need to know her boyfriend in order to respect the guy. You know, if if this was a normal situation, if you're hanging around with someone that you know is emotionally engaged with someone else, you would immediately step the fuck out of it, you know? But maybe you are toxic, bro. I don't know. Good luck with the situation. <clears throat> Okay. Another question is, y'all like each other, but no one can do the first move. Maybe a fear to lose the relationship or friendship. Um. This is a tough situation. And it is so tough, but it is very common, surprisingly. A lot of people have been through this. There are people who are going through this right now. The thing that I would say about this... um. Let's say question is. To be honest. You can always tell. What the response is going to be. So in this question. She's saying. Y'all like each other. This means that you already know that the person likes you. I'm just assuming. Since you said y'all like each other. But no one can do the first move. Maybe a fear to lose the friendship. If you already know the person. Likes you. I mean I'm talking from my perspective. If I were you. And I already know the person likes me. And if I know that the only reason why they're not trying to make the first move is maybe from fear to lose the friendship, I would definitely do the first move. Because that would be so reassuring for them. And that would give us both what we want. It would be a smooth process. But if you're not sure if the person is... If the person likes you or if the feeling is reciprocated, that is another question. That is another story. Because if the person is one of your closest friends and you enjoy their friendship and their company, you can't just go ahead and be so impulsive and risk it all, you know? Because at the end of the day, we're humans. We get scared of things like these, you know? Nobody's perfect. Nobody is gonna just say fuck it from the first day, you know? I mean, you could wait until things are clearer and until you feel a little more sure that the person actually is into you, but maybe they're having trouble making the first move. And if you want this person and you like them, then do it for your own sake, you know? It's going to be a relief for you. And just go ahead and talk to them, do the first move. If they are on board that is perfect that's what we want but if they're not on board if they're a good friend i really don't think you're gonna lose them i'm saying this from a personal perspective because i've been through the situation before but in my situation i was confused um i would say more it was more of like i cared about the person so much and we were so close and we were you know, hanging out every day. We were together all the time. Um, we were around each other all the time and I cared for the person so much and they cared for me as well. And once that person started kind of like stepping back a little bit, it kind of like made me a little bit obsessed with the person and I started thinking that I actually have romantic feeling feelings for this person even though they were just my friend. And when I thought about it, there was no romantic feelings whatsoever, fucking ever. like... 100%. That guy was literally my friend and I confused it for something else. Because of how much I cared for them. But in your situation, I feel like if... The person is really like... Is a good person, is a good friend. Someone who has love and respect for you, regardless of the feelings. And respects your friendship and... Acknowledges the importance of your friendship in their life, they're not gonna let you go just because you have feelings for them or because you like them. This is just in case they turn out to not have feelings for you. But you're saying y'all like each other, which is which means you already kind of like know that he likes you back, but no one can do the first move. This also could be because the guy is. Not ready for a relationship, or I don't know, not ready to invest in a relationship. Which is, if this doesn't work, you shouldn't be really sad about it because this person was not ready to be with you anyway. You know what I mean? But this could also have a beautiful ending. This could be amazing where you would. My cat is literally screaming next to the door. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Are you serious? So, as I was saying, um, if the person likes you back, my advice is to go ahead and talk to them about it. And this could be amazing for both of you. I wish you good luck, and I wish that everything works out amazingly. The last question I want to answer is, I asked him once, this question (laughs) (coughs) this question is funny it's actually not funny it's funny because I know what this girl is going through so I asked him once what are we he was like we're going with the flow does it mean he's playing I have so I gathered so many perspectives about this question I asked so many of my male friends um, and the responses I got were extremely different which was shocking i was kind of like expecting all of them to say yes he's playing like it's fucking clear but so many actually not so many of them two of my friends said that said a positive answer but the rest all of them said absolutely he's fucking playing there's no chance the two people from my friend group or to my two male friends who said that who gave me a positive response are literally some of the nicest human beings I know. So I'm going to tell you what the response was and you apply it on this guy if you think he's a good human being because the people who said this are actually amazing human beings. So my friend, my bestie, um, he saw this question when I posted on, on Instagram and he said, I want to answer this question. So he gave me his answer. He said that he's not necessarily playing and that there is a big chance that he is waiting for you to kind of prove to him that you guys are something so he can finally be comfortable with it because maybe he's still um, afraid of rejection in a way. He also said that maybe he, this guy doesn't really... He doesn't really know what he wants and it has nothing to do with you so he doesn't really know what he wants he's not playing you he's not talking to anyone else he genuinely likes you and has feelings for you but he's afraid of the relationship because the sentence that he said that my friend said my bestie he said that if I like a girl so much and if I think maybe that she's like maybe like perfect for me or something And we're vibing, but we're not in a relationship. And we've been vibing for a long time. I would be scared of that transition to a relationship. With fear to lose what we have now. So, like, if the guy really likes and adores what you guys have. Maybe, this is just a possibility, huh? Maybe, he's afraid that you guys are not going to vibe as much if you guys are officially together. So, this was the first response. The second response was if he says we're going with the flow, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's playing. Maybe he's actually going with the flow. Like things are not clear to him yet or he's not sure about where he stands in this thing that you guys are having. Um he needs a little bit more time to be able to make sure that this is exactly what he wants or whatever. This is the second response, which is the second positive response. Both this, there's, these responses mean that the guy is not playing you. He's just waiting on something. Um, and then there were other, many, many other responses that all said, yes, he's playing. 100% he's playing. In my opinion, too, he's playing. In my personal opinion, if I'm talking to you from my personal experience, this guy is definitely playing. Because I have never seen one guy who says, we're going with the flow. Or says, um, "I'm here for a good time and a long time," or something like that, and actually turns out to take account, you know, take accountability of making something serious between you guys. This is my personal opinion. I'm not a guy, so I don't know how guys think, but I've seen a lot, and not necessarily with myself, even uh, with stories that I hear about people or situations that I've seen. With my own eyes, with my other friends. Guys who say things like, we're going with the flow, means he's not sure about you, from my personal opinion. He is not sure about you. He is probably talking to five, six other girls, telling them we're going with the flow, testing all of you guys, seeing if he could hit this or hit that. So he's testing his chances and playing with so many sides at the same time, in my opinion. And in my opinion, if someone really wants you and they have strong feelings for you, they know your worth, they know what you deserve, what you deserve they know that uh, they respect you and they have so much respect for the relationship you guys are having, regardless of it being serious or not, if a guy actually has all those things, he would make it clear what you guys are. Usually when you have to ask a guy, which, what what are we? That is never a good sign. It's never a good sign. Because when a guy, especially a male individual, when he wants you, and he's sure about it, and he wants you specifically, he would make it clear not only to you, but to everyone else in your environment. And that's my opinion. Those are the questions for this episode. I love all of these questions, and I love the variety of the topics. And, again... Thank you to everyone who asked me questions for this uh, week's episode. I am more than honored to answer. And I am more than honored that you guys actually trust my opinion. Let alone the fact that you actually tell me really deeply personal things about you. Talking about to me about your mental health. Or talking to me about people that you like. Or um, being vulnerable enough to come and ask me if a guy is playing you, for example... I really respect that and I love you so much and I love your trust and keep asking me questions. Answering your questions is the best thing for me ever. And yeah. um, The topic that I want to talk about next is very crucial and very important to me and very emotional and very, so many things at once and it means the world to me and it's friendship. Um, I am very blessed because I have um some amazing people in my life i literally literally fucking amazing like i look at these people and i cannot believe they're my friends so some of them are not even living next to me some of them are not even in the same city some of them are not in the fucking same country but i know that my homies will remain my homies forever anyway um next time hopefully the episode is going to be next week and it's going to be our friendship and I cannot wait to record it. And I really want to record it with my one of my friends or two of my friends. Hopefully we'll will be able to arrange something like that. And I also wanna make I get this I got this idea last week. I wanna make an episode that is fully Arabic. Like I wanna I wanna make an episode where I sit with my homie and we speak in Moroccan Arabic and just vibe. Because I don't, know, I don't really have like a concrete reason, but I just want to do it as an experiment. The fact that I'm Moroccan and I don't have an episode that is fully Moroccan-Arabic is weird to me. So maybe we're going to make that dream come true. Anyway, for now, that's it. Thank you so much for your questions. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions, feel free to DM me. My Instagram is burrito with three R's and three O's and i will see you next week take care of yourself and remember that i love you so much